Dude, I would I would drag my dick through a thousand miles of broken glass just to listen to her fart over the telephone. Welcome, fellow bastards, to Bastards Backstage, where we find out a little bit more about our favorite bastards. Today's bastard is Chansey. It's not Chauncey. It is Chansey. We have had that discussion on the pre- on the previous uh, episode of Bracket Bastards, so you can go ahead and s- sample that one for sure. How are you doing today there, sir? You know, I'm doing all right. I can't complain. You know, it's a good day. It's nice out. Except for that crappy-ass driver on the way. Yeah, crappy ass driver, you know. He's, you know, honestly, I, I'm mad at him because he was impeding my way. But at the same time, I know if it was me, I would have done the same thing because that's what kind of a bastard I am. I also was going to say, if I ever am honorably offered any uh, title of a bastard, if no one else has claimed it, I would like to be referred to as the bitter bastard. Well, you are more than welcome to introduce yourself. Uh, on the episode we are recording today, uh, and for the ones who actually watch watch the show, listen to the show, today's episode we're recording today is uh, horror franchises. So, uh, Chancey's going to be on that one as well. If you want to introduce yourself as that, though, I have absolutely no problem because I don't think anybody has actually got that one yet. So, but the plan. Mind. The plan for today is fairly simple. We're just going to have a little bit of fun conversation and get a little bit more. Are you ready? All right. The first question, the first question is always a fun one. Uh, We try to keep it lighthearted in the show a little bit, at least to start. How many square feet of pizza do you think you eat in a year? Uh, Honestly, I would say the amount of pizza that I have consumed in the past two years alone would be enough to be seen from space. Do you have a favorite topping or something like that for the uh, pizzas or place you like to go for it? Um, I mean, <clears throat> I know some of the people that work at the Casey's in my, in my town and I, I like to do a lot of off menu stuff. I have this weird ability to blend flavors and come out with stuff. That's, that's a lot more interesting than one would expect. One of my favorite go-to off-the-menu pizzas is uh, to do salsa on the bottom for the sauce, a layer of cheddar cheese underneath of that so it doesn't burn, or on top of that, I'm sorry, so it doesn't burn, and then put like beef, onion, you know, stuff like that on top, and then have the the uh, mozzarella on top so that way you don't have to worry about the cheddar burning and deceiving you so you end up with a doughy pizza. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, man, that's just one of them. I I come up with a bunch of crazy shit. Like, I can't even explain it. it like, I've always had this weird gift. Like, I I can only cook like a you know four dishes tops, but like uh, my mom, she does a lot of canning, and she was wanting to make an Italian like you know like a, a pasta sauce, and uh, she does a lot of beef based stuff like spaghetti. Uh, uh, shit i forgot it like there's a casserole that she does and shit and i helped her come up with the beef based marinara sauce 
I don't know how I don't know how many relevance or how much relevance that has to anything, but I just thought it was neat. <laughs> Pizza. I mean, it kind of goes together. It's they're uh, adjacent. But see, I'm assuming you, you've used it. You did you used it as like a as a kid, as a teenager, or like recently, or what? Oh no, this was like within the past five years uh, that she really got started into canning. I mean, she's always done like homemade cooking and stuff like that, but she really got into like pizza sauce and canning and doing, you know, stuff of that nature here in the past like five years. And it was uh, her and a friend of hers one day trying to get it figured out and they couldn't, they just couldn't quite get, they were missing something and they didn't know what. So I told them to throw some beef bouillon cubes in there. So that way it would uh, take some of the acidity out and make it more towards the dishes that they were intending to use it for. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, dip back in your childhood a little bit. Well, not necessarily childhood, but getting pretty close. Uh, what is your favorite 90s jam? My favorite 90? Oh, that's impossible. You're That's like asking me to sacrifice my favorite child. I don't have any children, but I mean, if I did, it's like you asking me to like do for real. My music taste is just, it's eclectic and crazy. I like everything from classical music to... You know, EDM, old school techno, rap, pretty much anything except for polka. I don't like polka. Uh, my favorite 90s song, I'd say, would have to be, I mean, like, I don't know, maybe, like, do we want to go by genre? Because, I mean, I really can't think of a 90s song that, like. go the first one that comes to mind. Hey, Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms. It's a good song, actually. I haven't heard that in a long ass time, but it's it song. just popped up on my list on my way over here. It's one of my favorites, you know. It's just that that chorus really the chorus has got a nice hook and it gets you to we can drive around this town, let the cops chase us around. Pass is gonna something might be found to take its place. Just fucking it's catchy. Okay, well. Uh, what are you jamming out to now? Uh, right now? Uh, fuck, man. Uh, I gotta look up the name of the band. I keep, uh, Slaughter to Prevail is one of the bands I'm listening to. My favorite song of theirs is Demolitioner. It's this Russian band. They do a heavy metal thing, and he, uh, his voice is just, it's crazy powerful. Like, he, uh, he takes the mic away from his mouth and fucking still projects in a guttural uh, scream in this one specific song. It's it's insane. It's crazy. Um, let's see what else am I listening to? Shit, man. There's a whole. There, I mean, there's so much, so much. Like I like, like I said, I like everything. I pretty much have to open up my my YouTube music to my like menu. I mean, I go. It goes from like Primus to. The Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, Slaughter to Prevail, <clears throat> Weedus, Metallica, Six Feet Under, Prince, Alice in Chains. I'm trying to memorize the alphabet aerobics. That's fucking hard. <laughs> I wouldn't even start with that. Really? We're gonna go back. We're, we're gonna go back a little bit to the um, Red Jumpsuit <laughs> Apparatus and talk about a different color. Okay. Just how would you describe the color yellow to a blind man? How, oh, fucking! I don't even know. 
because I hate the color yellow. So, I mean, literally, I, I mean, it would be biased in the first place. I'd be like, he'd ask me what the color yellow is, and I'd be like, why the fuck do you want to know about yellow? Yellow's fucking garbage. You know what the best color is? Black. Black's the best color. That's what you see. You see the best color. Why are you asking about any other color? Fuck them colors. My room growing up, my bedroom was all yellow. You are a new crayon in a new box. What color are you and why? Hmm, That's a good question. If I was a new color in a crayon box, what would I be and why? Well, the name of the color would be Chantalicious, because, I mean, come on, you just can't. It's, it's just the damn thing writes itself. And I would probably be a uh, metallic raspberry. I don't know if you know about paint. I don't know if you know about paint color or anything like that, but uh, metallic raspberry, especially if you get it on the darker end, it kind of looks more like a light maroon with metal flakes in it. It's pretty... Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking schnozzy. I say my answer to this one when 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 I did this one because I, I ask pretty much the same same questions each time. Um, I did uh, like a uh, a really really dark purple, but it looks black until you actually get up on get it right and the, it. the nice the uh, light changes. That's so cool. it's more of a car color than anything else. Yeah, same so. thing with mine. That's right. kind of cool mm-hmm. as fuck. Right. Nice. Yeah, nice. I know. I, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Nice. What is the funniest thing that has happened to you recently? Recently? Recently. I try to keep a lot of a lot of humor in my life, so that's kind of that's a tricky one. The funniest, well, I guess one of the funniest things that had happened. So my girlfriend's about basically as blind as a bat. And uh, a friend of hers was supposed to stop by after she got off work. And she shows up And she starts talking to her like a completely different friend of hers because this specific friend had like dyed their hair to a similar color than her other friend. And this goes on for a couple minutes and her friends looking at her confused as all get out. And I'm like, baby, did you have a fucking stroke? And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, here, put your glasses on. That's that's probably one of the funniest things. She's probably going to be pissed that I told the story, but I don't give a fuck. Shit was funny. <laughs> well, it's kind of a kind of a dick move, but that that happens. But it does bring up the next question, though. Perfect. Oddly enough. Speaking of you being a dick, um, what are you known for? Like, if if I could poll an audience of, like, say about 10 family and friends, what would they say would be your your most known quality? family and friends they would probably make some type of comment that i have an extremely fucked up sense of humor i would agree to that like beyond facetious like we're talking i put the laughter in slaughter i don't know if you asked a bunch of family and friends i bet they'd tell you that you know the the comedy thing would come up but also that like i don't i hate tooting my own horn in a sense oddly enough but like They would probably talk about something to the effect of me being wise beyond my years and really good for, like, getting advice, listening to a circumstance and either telling you the best way to play it out or what to expect next. 
Oh yeah, like you know, because like I do tarot cards and palm reading and stuff like that. I think that might, you know, that intuitive sense comes into play. I think that might be a that might come into play with it too. That question is kind of a hard one to. Uh, it is for for a lot of people. So I'm gonna let you come up with the question on on this upcoming one. What is one question that you will never answer in public? And on this one, I'm looking for the question itself, but not the actual answer to it. I can't think of a question that I wouldn't answer because I mean, I'm generally an open book. And if it's something that I don't really want to answer, I'm going to say something that has the truth of the answer within it, but it's going to be done so in an amusing manner. So that way, hopefully I can make you laugh so much that you forgot what it was that I said. (laughs) Penguin walks through your doorway wearing a sombrero. What does he say and why is he there? Are we talking about like the bat one, the Batman villain or are we talking about like an actual penguin? I, like a penguin penguin. All right. So if anybody's in the room, I'm going to ask which one of you motherfuckers dosed me <laughs> and uh, how much and what did you give me is the first thing coming out of my mouth. Uh, if the response or if I'm if I happen to be by myself, then I'm going to be chilling with the fucking penguin, dude. I mean. How often do you nope. get a kick with a fucking penguin and a goddamn sobrero? Say no pun intended on that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then I'd be I'd be like, hey man, you want to catch a buzz? I'd get the fucking penguin all fucked up, slide him down my fucking stairwell. Are you kidding me? It'd be the greatest night ever. All right, next question. Uh, a lot of people do the entire uh, two truths and a lie. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't like that. Uh, did, I, we did that before. It got kind of boring. So how about two lies and a truth? All right. I was a part of a group of individuals that was considered to be an, or, an organized crime group and was almost tried under the RICO Act. I once got into a fist fight and beat seven men by my, with my own bare hands. I once ran a foot race alongside of a car to see how fast I was going. And I pushed up to 20 miles an hour before I fell. Any character from a book, a movie, or a TV show, or who would you be and why? If I could pick a character to be from any com- anything? Any, any kind of media out there. Uh, I would be the male version of Jean Grey because I feel that the two greatest superpowers to ever have is telekinesis and telepathy. Like, I think anybody who has those two superpowers should should theoretically be un, uh, undefeatable, unstoppable. How would you spend $1 million on yourself? On myself? I, on would, I would rebuild my properties and uh, pay off all my debts. Everything else that I had left over would be invested in uh, gold or another precious metal. Who was your celebrity crush as a teenager? Christina Ricci. I, I agree with you 100 percent on that one, dude. I, 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 dude, I would, I would drag my dick through a thousand miles of broken glass just to listen to her fart over the telephone. <laughs> Having said that, in, in our previous conversation, this next one should be kind of funny. What fictional family would you like to join? 
what fictional family would I like to join? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Adams family, Def. I mean, there that's, you that's, go. <laughs> I mean, that's a given. I wasn't trying to go for the gimme, but I was trying to think of any other family, and I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I want that Gomez Adams money, dude. Fuck that. All right, uh, we we kind of dove back into the path on the past on those between the teen and the family situations. I'm we're gonna head up in the future a little bit though. Okay. Where do you see yourself in one year, five years, and ten years? What are your goals? Within the next year, I hope to uh, get myself back to 100% health uh, and get back started. You know, get back on the wagon playing my guitar so I can get get started working on the music stuff I've been wanting to do. Uh, five years, I will have hoped to have established a proper. Uh, recording area in my at my at my house. Uh, ten years, you know, all you know. Say everything's a perfect world. Hopefully, I'll have not only music from myself, but music from others, and have my own like possible label or become a producer, like a music producer or something. I say I didn't even know that you actually did music, so. Yeah, I, I got sick a lot. I've been dealing with this weird stomach thing for the past, like, I don't know, 15 some odd years at this point. And uh, when I first, first got sick, I trained my dog and taught myself how to play the guitar. Dude, that's, and, that's one and, thing I want to learn learn how to do is play, play the guitar. I've never had the ability. So, I mean, honestly, that, so here's the thing, man. If you want to go back to it, you got to expect two solid years of suck. Oh yeah, at least if you're training yourself with no other well, musical with no other musical prowess like band or reading music because like I can't read music or anything like that. What is your favorite word? And uh, my favorite word, I have two of them actually. One of them is indubitably, and the second is pneumono ultramicroscopic silica volcano caniasis, which is the longest word in the English language if if I remember right. Technically, yes. It's yeah. uh, te- it's like one of those words that's kind of not really a word, but it's a word in common usage, which is not it's, hardly ever used. It's the, it's the fucking weirdest thing. If, if I remember right, it's a form of cancer, ain't it? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a lung disease brought upon by silica dust from volcanic ash. I had, I had no life growing up, man. I'm telling you, like I'm an only child. I didn't have many friends growing up. And I mean, I had some friends, but I didn't spend a lot of time with them. And, uh, my great aunt was, uh, like a Dean of students. And she made sure that I wasn't going to waste my mind stuck in the middle of nowhere, Iowa. So she was like sending me thesauruses and fucking dictionaries and all types of shit. And you're still stuck in middle of, nowhere iowa so yep but you there know you i've traveled I've, I've been i've been other i've been out of the country and here and there and everywhere and that's that's not to say anything bad about iowa i, I actually I like iowa yeah I, I love this state the weather sure. sucks the weather Except sucks a bag of dicks you're 100 percent correct the weather today but, is great but like the last for the last six months have sucked i agree okay well, that, that was your favorite two words. What about your uh, least favorite words? And if you don't have any least favorite words, a better way to say this is like if, if there is a word that you could just get rid of, what would it be? Irregardless. 
that because people use it wrong constantly? Well, I mean, it's a word that shouldn't be a word. Like, it's one of those things. Honestly, <coughs> you know what? I'm really mad at Webster, not the dictionary, but Emmanuel Lewis, the motherfucker that played Webster, because he works for Webster Dictionary. How dare you, you little some bitch, put that goddamn wrong ass word in the motherfucking dictionary? <laughs> Should be All ashamed right. of your damn self. I don't care if he's little or not. I'd kick him. <laughs> All right. Next, the next one we got up is uh, who or what inspires you in life? Man, there, there's a lot of people that inspire me. Like uh, one of my teachers, Colonel Bunnell, he was a big inspiration in my life. My grandmother, who was four foot 11, but did the tightrope and the trapeze and the circus. Woman wasn't afraid of anything. I mean, there's a lot of people that have inspired me. Malcolm X was a big, big inspiration in my life. That was like, that was actually the first book I ever read outside of, you know, C-Spot Run and shit like that. What shuts you down? What What is one of those things that's like, um, just as uh, Peter Griffin says, what grinds your gears? What grinds my gears is this somewhat i shouldn't say somewhat recent this has been going on for the past six to ten years but this absolute inability to have a dialogue regardless of whether or not you agree with the person like i hate the fact that you can't talk to somebody that you don't agree with anymore it's probably the worst thing in our society since the dark ages. It's like, it's like a, we are now living in a new digital dark age where it's impossible to talk to somebody who doesn't agree with you 100% about something because, you know, eight times I'll even give their two, ten, two people out of 10 will be cool but eight times out of ten, it's going to be a fucking shit show that turns into some type of yelling match and a fucking argument or a potential fist fight. And also another thing that grinds my gears is this sudden intolerance of intolerance. Like, you, 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 can't, you can't be what you hate in order to stop it. You don't fight fire with fire unless it's a controlled burn. And most of the people don't know their way around the language enough to be able to do a quote unquote controlled burn in that aspect. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those free speech advocates where I believe unbridled free speech is the only way to go. Cause how else are we supposed to know who we're supposed to avoid if we don't? Cause I mean, like if, if you don't have free speech, all it does is just cause people to go, underground with their fucking with their conversations and that's how fucking hitler ended up putting the beer hall putsch which got him fucking thrown in jail is because he was in a fucking bar because they couldn't talk out in the open if he would have been out in the open people would have been like dude this guy's fucking crazy and that'd have been it well and see that's one of the cool things about nowadays is that you don't have to worry about um radio <laughs> and and stuff like that you can actually have conversations be a be like podcasting where you can have two completely opposing views and have two people going at it um, logically. And I, I will, I will admit like, I, I, I don't know a lot of stuff. In fact, I'm 
it's like, I don't know what I don't know. So having the ability to talk with people who are from a completely different way of life on things that I may have uh, ideas of from right. everything from, from like modern day media to what I've heard right. from other people. And, but without actually having the ability to talk to somebody who is in that, who, who is in that actual conversation. Right. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. I, I do I, that. I, it's, yeah, so I'm of a similar mindset. Like I love talking to people of different backgrounds and stuff like that. But I, I honestly, I I want where you're getting your conversations from because like I don't ever see anybody having a long for a long form discussion with opposing views that doesn't just just break down into some type of either you know, making a jab at somebody or it just breaking down fully into like, uh, not necessarily a screaming match, but like, uh, this is why I'm better than you and you're stupid match. Well, that's kind of what, what we do on our podcast is that we have the ability to talk about certain movies and we don't, we don't really, or not movies, but media in general, we right. don't really get deep into conversations because if we did that on every one, there's like 64 matchups type thing right. in a single bracket so that's going to be one that's going to be six hour long show right or more so we can't exactly do that but we do have the ability to say what we need to say and not have people get totally butthurt about it um, unless somebody does say something that is absolutely so appalling so we just automatically vote against them just for shits right fair which, enough which we're it's like we're not going against you. We're just kind of uh, not, uh, we're going you against our, the idea, not the person. Well, no, we're we're going against the person, but we're <laughs> we're more more or less ribbing them in a way. So we're not doing it in like a malicious manner. It's just one of those things. Right. Like, hey, you're being an asshole. We're gonna get past it, but we're gonna make jokes about it until we we have the ability to be lighthearted enough to actually get get through the situation i think people people nowadays it's not that they don't know how, how to have a conversation is that they don't know how to just um not let shit go right it's like i'm gonna disagree with you on things you're gonna, you're gonna disagree with me on things and to be perfectly honest we could both be right and right. just have different ideas on certain Think about it. Yeah, for so, sure, dude. For sure. That's what it is. Having said that, um, what is your favorite swear word? Fuck. Mostly because it's you it's it's compatible with every you know grammatical sense in the English language. It can it's you know, adverb, adjective, you know, noun, pronoun, adverb. It's everything. It just works. What is a sound that you love? A sound that I love? Mm -hmm. A sound that oh, you love. Shit. The sound of laughter. Now, is that laughter in general, or is it just like laughter more aimed towards a, a certain person? No, I, I mean, I just, I just enjoy the sound of laughter. Laughter is a, it, it's um, how what I equate to happiness. I just like, you know, I just like the sound of people laughing, I, whether it's me making them laugh or. Anything like that. Just the sound of laughter makes me happy because I know no matter what, at least there's happiness in the world. Some. 
What is a sound that you absolutely hate? Probably the sound of crying. It triggers me to shit from my past. I had a dad that was, uh, if you want to cry, I'll give you a reason to cry. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, it was so the same whenever, way. Whenever anybody starts to cry, whether it's a, you know, like a woman or a man or a child, it just kind of, I have this flash anger that I have to control real quick and then then I can deal with it. Having said that too, kind of, kind of a PSA to people listening. Um, men's health is a definite issue nowadays. Uh, it's, it's, it's always been an issue, but it's never really been talked about. And it's doing a lot more now, especially with the entire um, Will Smith situation going on um, or sorry, that went on. He's in, he's in t- type of a rehab type situation right now. And uh, the Johnny Depp trial, that just ended as well. Sometimes we, we just need to go cry. It's a very therapeutic thing. Uh, this is coming from me, not from anybody else, unless they want to say it is. But if you need to cry, cry. Uh, I would much rather have you cry about something than go out and like just smack somebody in the head with a hammer. Yeah, I should probably clarify that as well because – I mean, I'm talking like, like the sounds of labored pain, like cries, cries of pain, like, like, uh, like, like, you know, you're, you're, you're like Walmart and you can hear some dad laying into the kid in the next aisle. Fucking that, that shit bothers me. My bad. I I guess I should have. Clarify. No, no, no. It's it's because you're right. not wrong. I mean, having a good cry is very healthy and it's needed. But at the same time, like for me personally, I have to fight the anger, even if it is me crying, because of that whole fucked fucked up mindset from from back in the day. Yeah, parents do have the ability to kind of fuck you up in, in different ways that you don't realize until much much down the road. So that was one sound. Or, sound that you you hate and it's actually kind of the sound that that i, I think the majority of us hate just kind of, it triggers a lot of people it triggers me as well yeah we're going to switch it up a little bit and talk about jobs what is okay. your dream job what, what is something that you've if you knew that you could not fail at it that you would want to do uh a lawyer of some type like a constitutional lawyer contractual lawyer I'm really big about technicalities and the law and rights. I would say politician, but there's no way I could ever get elected because of my, you know, there's no way they'd ever elect me. (laughs) I don't know about that. Ted Nugent got in, so. Yeah, I'm a little bit more fucking fucking crazy and fucked up than Ted Nugent. For Ted, I mean, Ted Nugent's crazy, but he's a teetotaler, so I mean. So pretty much as far as that you'll ever actually be able to go into politics would be like mayor. If I'm lucky, everybody in my hometown hates me for one form or fashion. They think of me in all types of fucked up ways. I moved away for a while, moved back to make sure that my parents didn't sell the extra property. It's like, I'll just, I'll just take care of the property and pay the mortgage and we'll just call it good. Well, that was a dream job. What, what is a hard pass job? What's something that you just don't want to do? The uh, the job I was previous like the long, the job I was at a long time ago, it's called uh, DSM in Des Moines or not? I'm sorry, uh, 
uh, Ames is where it's at. They mix uh, animal minerals. So, like, essentially, they mix vitamins and minerals and send them out to, like, you know, Purina to mix with the dog foods or the cat foods. They did stuff for fish food, cows, you name it. Pretty much any animal, they made the 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 mix for it to where they would send it to the factory like the purina factory and then they would add their you know beef or whatever additive to it to make it final uh the reason is is because like people who were there for years and they were still temps and then like there was a fifth like most of the people there didn't smoke but everybody had a smoker's cough and I always knew that their PPE, like their masks, were definitely weak, like fucking super weak. Like they should have to have like those super ventilators because of the fine particulates from the the vitamins and the minerals. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I can just ma- imagine the smell coming off that place too. Like, it's... oh yeah, for sure. Oh, um, all right. How about this one? If heaven does exist. What do you want to say to God, or what do you want God to say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, if, if for as far as God saying something when I get there, it'd be this is that motherfucker I was telling you about. <laughs> uh, now the first thing, as far as I'm saying, the first thing I'm saying to God would probably be asking where. It, where people are like people in my life that I would be curious to see if they weren't at the front and center like people you left behind or people that you that left you behind in the past uh, people that had passed before me uh, assuming that you are dead at this point and not just having a really good trip is there any line limerick uh uh, something from a song poem or something like that that you would want on your tombstone oh that's a good one if i had to choose i'd say i i don't remember it word for word but there is a a piece from a comedic bit that bill hicks did where it talks about how life is nothing more than a ride like an amusement park ride I wish I remember it word for word. I'm a little fucked up, so I'm, I'm forgetting most of it, but sorry. Right. It basically the gist of it is is that life is nothing more than a than a ride like in an amusement park. It goes up and it goes down and it goes around and around and it may seem really scary, but when it gets really scary, all you got to do is remind yourself that it, that it's only a ride. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans? My fa- Well, I mean, I know that uh, 4chan was looking for me for a while back in the day because of the intro that I did that I would that I had recited for you on the uh, last podcast. Yep, that is a bonus at the end of last ep- episode, by the way, for those who want to check that out. Oh no, shit! It's at the end of the show, so it's like a bonus. Yep, That's it's so after. It is. It's after the disclaimer and before the clue for next week's episode. But I already told you guys what next week's episode is. So 
That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, I'm still flabbergasted at the thought of actually having fans. Um, listen to everything. Believe nothing that you can't prove without your own throughout doing your own without doing your own research. Always question the things that are told to you, even if it's by those you trust. Just because, you know, just because you're uh, paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. And I am joking about that a little bit anyway. But uh, if I actually do have fans, thanks for being fans, first and foremost. Uh, fucking let's get this shit together. Show me some appreciation. Show me the appreciation and I'll see what I can do to fucking, you know, make y'all happy. Because without you guys, fucking, there wouldn't be anything going on in the first place. Uh, speaking to your fans as well, uh, Chancey does have an open invite to come back to the show anytime he wants. Fuck yeah. So, Thank you, man. I'm uh, he, is, he is no longer an honorary bastard. He's a bastard in his own right. So there's that one. Speaking the better of- bastard lives again speaking of your fans though where can they find you uh i only have facebook uh it's under my name uh chancy grife and like i said at the end of the last episode if you can spell it right congratulations but if you can't good fucking luck and if you can't spell it just go ahead and look me up i am freddie fisher on facebook we are at Bracket Bastards on Facebook. The S in Bastard is a dollar sign. You guys already know that story. I am at the Bastard they warned you about on Twitter. We are, sorry, at uh, Bracket Pod on Twitter. And I am at, of course, You Can't Lick Me on Instagram. And I will end this show the same way that I have ended every single show in the past, except for one, and that was for a very special person. And it says, it is all right. To be a bastard, just don't be a dick. <laughs>